Welcome to Bite Size Dental Marketing. We're here today with the lovely Dr. Jung. Dr. Jung was born and raised in Seoul, South Korea, where she earned a Bachelor of Arts in Child Psychology. After moving to the United States with her family, Dr. Jung received a Bachelor of Arts with honors in biology at the University of Texas at Dallas, where she graduated on the Dean's Honor List. At Baylor College of Dentistry, now known as Texas A&M College of Dentistry, she was a member of the Ontodontological Honor Society, that one's always a mouthful, the Dean's Honor List, the Dental Scholars Program, and a mentor for the Pre-Dental Enrichment Program. She also earned a certificate in education for healthcare professionals from the Texas A&M School of Graduate Studies. She graduated with a Doctor of Dental Surgery degree and was recognized with the Merit Parks Award. After receiving her degree, Dr. Jung continued her studies through the Advanced Education of General Dentistry Program. Dr. Jung is a member of the Academy of General Dentistry and the American Academy for Oral Systemic Health. Dr. Jung has also been chosen to receive the Best Dentist in Dallas Magazine Award in 2021, 2022, and 2023. Finally, Dr. Jung, and this is a prestigious one, has been awarded her fellowship in the Academy of General Dentistry, a distinction that only 6% of all dentists have achieved. On a personal note, Dr. Jung has been ma married since 1994 and has two beautiful daughters and is now the proud grandma of a grandchild. She's a foodie and loves hot yoga. Dr. Jung, Thank you so much for being here today. It's lovely to have you. Oh, thank you, Ian. And also, thank you so much for having me. It's such an honor. Of course. So clearly, with everything, with all of your awards and being on the Dean's List and, and, I mean, best in Dallas three years in a row and going back from as early as being a mentor to, to, uh, to younger scholars, you have a love for, for dentistry and for oral health. Could you share with us a bit about where this love for dentistry came from, from such an early age? So not only age, <laughs> because when <laughs> I got into dental school, I was already 40. This was oh, my wow. year. Yeah, I was a teacher before. This is my second career. So I'm the oldest student in the building. Wow, um, that's amazing. I did not know that. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, it's great. And But well, when I become a dentist, I don't want to be just another dentist around the corner. Is there something I can offer to the patient and actually make this better world mm. as a dentist? And there's a lot of connection. Our body and our mouth is really literally under your nose. It's there. <laughs> yeah. and, and even in a half, um, half of stroke and heart attack is coming from a gum disease producing bacteria. And, it, and is that just understanding all of that? And, and when you found out that that's where, um, how all of these things are connected, is that what drew you to dentistry? So no, when I, when I first started, I really didn't know about it. And so when I got into dentistry in the first place, actually it was my husband's recommendation because we like to have some mission trip together. And dentistry can be a very great tool to reach out to people. So mm. just a tool to reach out to people. That was a main reason I got into dentistry. Then when I love, when I know about more dentistry, there's a lot more into that that I didn't know about. And the really systemic connection between our mouth and a whole body system. 
And that's more like, oh, I'm not really treating their gum disease. I'm treating their whole body. And I'm wow. preventing their Alzheimer, stroke, heart attack by just make their mouth healthy. Mm. That was a really great commitment and very simple and easy, but still can have a great effect on people's life. And that patients, people around um, around the patient people's life. So I, I'm very grateful that I had that opportunity to do that. Yeah, amazing, amazing. And as I just mentioned, clearly you've never stopped learning. And you said, although you went into this not knowing much, of course, about dentistry and growing and realizing that it's more about the body than just about the mouth. When it comes to becoming one of the, the 6% of, of dentists, getting that fellowship in, in the Academy of General Dentistry and and everything you had to go through to achieve that, what what was your motivation in in wanting to achieve that? Where did that, that passion come from? I'm just look, seeking the answer to have a better answer. Because mm. what I know, just not enough. Once you know more, then I realize that I don't know enough. <laughs> so that's a very natural way of going to trying to learn more because there's mm. one leap to another. But about this is my new perspective of a journey, not only the gum disease, um, only systemic health. And let me tell you about my story, because, you know, when, you know, I got into dental school at age of 40, I had a very, um, I got a weird teeth. You can say that. I have, you have such beautiful teeth. Oh, yeah, yeah. I had a braces three times already. But uh, when I when I got my first braces, um, it was actually was a mistake. Um, I have a really prominent canine all over the place. You know, I have to remove one tooth and just braces up upper. And then I realized my bite was not aligned, some weird bite going on. So when I got into dental school at early uh, 40s, I had a second braces, which is at the time I had to remove the rest of the, my teeth. I saw I lost four teeth total to make my jaw align, not jaw, the teeth align to make it straighter teeth. Wow. I mean, late 40s, I suddenly, all of a sudden, I have a kind of got sick in a very weird way. I really, so I had a cough for almost a year, dry cough, and no one knows what that is. And so, you know, when you go to see the doctor, doctor recommends you some medicine, medication. Then if they cannot figure out, they send you the specialist. Then when you see the specialist, then they also the course of action of taking this medication. If it works, they're great. If it doesn't work, it's just a brutal, brutal course of action. You have to just figure out what was going on. But during that time, I got sicker. At one point, I admitted to ER because I could not breathe. Oh, wow. And after that, they actually had all kind of tests. I turned out to be, they developed that. I developed cough variant asthma. And also doctor told me that, oh, by the way, one of your root was broken because I was coughing too much. So, and then, you know, then, then, you know, there's another medication, spray, and also I developed some allergies, the skin rashes. Seems like it, I'm my body's falling apart. But after that, I was, okay, this is not the right way. Because after you take the medi medication, I developed 
upper respiratory infection so often, then you have to put another medication addition to that. At that point, is it's a crap. For better way to heal myself. That's why my journey started to okay, seeking the answer is a better way to heal myself without medication. And then actually, I um I read a book, Breath by James Nestor. Is recommended by my yoga teacher actually. And then through that journey, like there is a, a kind of really eye-opening moment of why our jaw development was an issue in this modern society. And also the author had that certain treatment for jaw developing through the one doctor in New York. His name is mm. Dr. Bell. And when I read that chapter, I was, this is it. This is my answer. I need this treatment. And I contacted Dr. Belfort and asked him, I need this treatment. And Dr. Belfort said that either I treat you or you learn how to do this so you can help your patient. That's my journey got started to learn about this, the jaw development, why we need a jaw development, what was wrong in the first place, me, that instead of jaw development for my teeth, to accommodate my jaw, to accommodate my teeth. Instead, I, you know, there's, I lost the teeth, make my jaw even smaller. There was mm -hmm. a bad And was, was this, I just uh, quickly, just for timeline, was this your story leading up to dentistry and why you realized that, that you would go into it? Or at what point in time did it happen where you realized? Oh, so this is uh, the after, you know, after I graduated from the, uh, the advanced education, I actually opened, I bought the practice. So I've been practic practicing about kind of five years at mm -hmm. that point. Mm -hmm. So first I was general dentist, general dentist who does a lot of, um, you know, cosmetic implant. Oh, uh, and that, that was your open. moment of realization that then, there's more yeah, to dentistry. Right. Then after that five years later, because during that time I had a lot of education, how to um, treat this. Um, many other uh, issues that we people have. I'm trying to have a better smile and better uh, gum health, all that. But I fail to look outside of the mouth. Mm. Mm. I that... was trying to only look through the loop, through the magnification, mm -hmm. looking for the cavities, gum disease, smile line, all that. But outside of the mouth, I never thought that is how our jaw, how alignment from head to toe makes a difference connected mm, mm. to this point. Because mm -hmm. so that, that's that an argument. I've heard that argument with clear liners as well for some, I spoke to a dentist out in, in the UK mm -hmm. who had spoken. He, he specifically, he, I think he actually works with an institute with a Harvard Institute actually. Mm -hmm. Either the Oxford or the Harvard Institute, and they are just focusing on how uh, realigning the teeth can heal spine issues, uh, golf players with their swing, how after finding essentially where it was misaligned, once it was aligned, they could hit the ball much further than they did before. The injury yeah. before having to have surgery on a knee, they would say, before you do surgery, let's yeah. try and realign the jaw see if that has it and it would just completely heal that problem so i mean i'm i'm there with you when it comes to understanding what incredible impact the alignment of the teeth and and the mouth has with the rest of the body 
Yeah, I mean, that's oh, absolutely, I agree with that. So just really root cause of that is coming from our joy is underdeveloped these days, modern society. is from our, the modernized food, which is 60% of our food are processed food, which is soft mm. diet. We used to chewing things. Mm. <laughs> But, you know, there's everything soft. You can just, you know, swallow almost every food. Not only that, lack of breastfeeding, because during the bre breastfeeding, that make our tongue to work in, toning the muscle. Tongue is a very big, big muscle. It's a big part of our airway. Not only that, a certain bite will make our jaw growing in the proper way. But when we're losing all kind of ability to develop our jaw, it make our jaw a little lot smaller. It's just even compared to three, four hundred years ago. And our mm. jaw, and especially mid-face, is a lot smaller and our nasal airway is not a lot narrower. That lead to, we have the same amount of the teeth and same size with the tongue, but we have a smaller jaw. That means there's a teeth is all over the place. No wonder. And mm. because of the big, thick tongue just right there that occluded our airway. That when we had that, the space issue, our body has to find a way to breathe in. Then lead to our head little forward posture to just open up the airway because their big thick tongue just stuck there even when you oh. lay down sometimes you cannot people cannot lay down and sleep because tongue is for back mm. there's so they is that where sleep apnea also comes in uh these it, days that you think it's it has to do with the jaw and the the size of the mouth absolutely because oh. by definition of a sleep apnea there's a collapsibility of the muscle The big part of being muscle is really tongue. Mm. And when we do not have a toned muscle of the tongue or there is just flat back, then it stops that. It stops. Then, it creates yeah, that obstruction. Because we have a pipeline, but we need to stay open the pipeline. Yeah. Part of that. And also jaw. Yeah. And so you mentioned about jaw alignment. And I'm not just talking about jaw alignment, jaw alignment regarding our eye level. And ear level, of course, is jaw, teeth level, mm. and also shoulder level. Full and, symmetry. Yeah, that alignment and head to toe and right and left sides when it aligns, our move is very easy. Every mm. movement leads to gas and fluid exchange in a beautiful way. When one part of a stop where it's just not in the right way, rest of the body has to figure it out. But that why our alignment, our head, and the rest of the body has to be good together. So even as a dentist, we cannot just see our teeth line to our other um, line of a, either eye line or ear line. We have to see, is it line with the shoulder? Mm. How to rest the body? How people walk? And that was a lot of clue that we can see that affect our bite. Even One single crown can mess up our whole posture. And all about the braces, if we make teeth straight, disregarding our face, the cranial structure, we can more harm than good because we can lock our system. Mm. So, um, yeah, there's a, yeah, there's a term that the, the gentleman I spoke to, the specialist, he said, um, I think it's it's not tongue, it's a tongue tied or something. It's like all the jaw lock. 
he had mentioned exactly what you just said about the jaw lock and saying when that happens, it just creates a whole list of new problems. And one of the cases that you could maybe talk to that that I know has caused problems is these fast braces or even even uh, uh, Invisalign, if it's not done correctly, moving it too quickly has the ability to also have that same effect. Could you maybe speak a bit to 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 that? Right. Sure. You know, I actually I brought my Mr. T. Can you, you can <laughs> I love see. it. This is you can consider that as a this is our neurological organ. Mm-hmm. They can sense, they can talk to our brain. And our upper teeth is a representative of our skull, the alignment. Oh, I don't the know. Bottom teeth, bottom teeth, actually representative of our body. So when our head and body alignment, that eventually meet our joint, which is people call that TMJ. And mm-hmm. just keep popping. So what's the big deal? But, I struggle with TMJ. I have some TMJ. Sometimes uh, I know my wife also struggles with TMJ because you do it without noticing. You, you'll sit and you'll clinch from stress without... Okay. Without even uh, so that that um so when we talking about our teeth moving the teeth disregarding our jaw alignment and you can have you can have a beautiful teeth alignment because traditional um orthodontics aim is make teeth upper teeth and lower teeth and midline straight hmm. that's it and that's it but that's it doesn't not- take the rest into consideration it doesn't take the risk. Not. It's not, it's not yeah. their fault. It just, that's the education we have. It's traditional education, not understanding whole body system. Mm. And this either, I'm, I'm okay with the, you know, I have a braces three times. We also offer the braces, but we cannot put the straight teeth on the cricket face. Mm. We make mm. our face symmetrical online first then and then can, straighten the teeth then then we can straighten the teeth there will be no harm but just make the teeth pretty and straight even kind of all on four you know there's a uh, take all mm-hmm. the teeth out to make the you know the some implant and lock the jaw maybe you can be beautiful but when our body is not functioning that can break them apart too mm. not understanding how our body working properly systemically head to toe. So when I approach these days, when I look at the people, I'm looking at the people, not only looking at the teeth, I'm looking at the whole posture. Can you walk? And I have some some muscle tests, which side they are dominantly used to compensating the other side. Do you have a hip issue? And (laughs) then, yeah. But that that tells you the story. That tells you the story. It's Yeah, it's just, you know, when I meet them, I just see where they are, but I really don't know how, what kind of traumatic event got, got for them to be here. Mm. And there's, of course, I have to listen what they have. They have a shoulder um, issue, some, the surgery, accident, you know, braces can be a traumatic event too, if mm. you do not understand that. And just, you know, have a listening to their story to figure out then what's the next. Where do we start? That- so, so would you... Rather, sorry to interrupt you. So something something that you said that I really liked, you spoke about before even looking at the teeth, you look at the face and the symmetry of the face. And from my understanding, one treatment that, that 
you've really started focusing on that interests you is the homeo block. Does does that appliance tie into first looking at the symmetry of the face or, or where does the homeo block treatment fit into this holistic approach to straightening teeth and, and overall health? Sure. Homeo block is a oral appliance, oral device and um, promoting bone growth in a symmetrical way, which is jaw development and facial symmetrical. But what I'm trying to achieve, make the form right, then function will follow. The what we are what event and ultimate goal for this treatment, we're gonna we're gonna analyze our face. Of course almost everyone is asymmetrical. And what what's what's the play role? That means facial symmetrical means so some other area either twisted or kind of slanted. And there's a different way of our skull is positioned. Then we have to figure out what was going on. After that, that homeo block is using our own ability of developing the jaw in a symmetrical way because we have a DNA inside of that. You know, it's God given. You have it. Everyone have it. But just everyone has it, but just we did not uh, had a chance to develop them. So it's epigenetic appliances, which is talking to our DNA, okay, add a bone where it's needed. I don't know hmm. when they and how they're going to add a bone, but we just send a signal for them to turn on the switch. Then the wearing during the nighttime, that certain movement in our body will send a signal to our the DNA and it will add a bone where it needs to be. Hmm. And it's just... And it's amazing what it can do. What so eventually when it when we reach that facial symmetrical, what I'm really trying to do is that will make our nerve system functioning. Because when our alignment is not in there, is wrong, that make our autonomic nervous system is dysfunctioning. When autonomic so I know it's a big word, but autonomic nervous system has a two branch, which is one is sympathetic. The other one is parasympathetic. So one of the big nerve of the, our cranial to all the way down, the longest nerve is a vagus nerve, um, which is a cranial number 10. Mm-hmm. That control our parasympathetic nervous system, which is that's a rest and digest. When the system is dysfunctioning because of our alignment, then our sympathetic system, sympathetic autonomic nervous system is take over. The sympathetic nervous system is there is a bear! Run! Okay. We need that system when we're in danger. Most of the time, we don't need that. But many Correct. people's life is override because it's under control, that sympathetic nervous system. They make our bodies overstimulated for many other reasons, which is they make our body sick. Mm. When you're talking about high blood pressure, any metabolic disease, and then what's the root cause of that? There's a one way of our body trying to talk to ourselves. They need the help. We, we need the help. We need to change something. But put that in that system, we put the medication. That's not the right way of treating our body. We have to look at, okay, what, what is happening in the first place? Mm. Our body doesn't want to use too much energy for just make your pump your heart so much that blood to go to your brain. They don't have why to do is that. that. Yeah. Why is that happening? Why? Mm. Mm. The first, then... 
then we so when we this homeo block when uh when we make that our facial facial make more symmetrical then when you have a foam is more either way then mm. around the system is working properly then when our body and in, also inside of that skull there's a brain when we have a right foam then all of the brain function will be function properly and we have ability to heal ourselves mm. we have amazing ability to heal ourselves we need to promoting that so homeoblog is the ultimate goal is improving autoimmune nervous system it's That's just not yeah it's not only for make your you know jaw develop and have a big smile pretty smile that's outcome of that but goal mm. is to improve autoimmune nervous system well that's and this sounds like real advanced dentistry to me this is this is the next level of how we should be thinking about dentistry it's not it it shouldn't just be my teeth need to look better and are your teeth healthy it's how is this interacting with the rest of your body and what can we do as you were saying whether it's even how do you walk or here we have this appliance the the homeoblock device and so this is where we start like taking that approach just sounds it doesn't sound like something most dentists are doing because i don't think dentistry has evolved to that point is, is is that your opinion too where would you say is is dentistry at this point when it comes to having these kinds of conversations is it's not about the look and just the healthy teeth it's about how am i helping this person overall and what is what i will do here how will it affect their little toe do you think do you think that are these conversations being had i i mean i'm so yeah i'm i'm love i love that you understand the whole thing you just said it right because as a dentist our role is just we are not his mechanic mm. i hope everyone get rid of the thought of okay we are teeth doctor and no 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 we are if you consider that we are actually neurologist mm. because this is whole autonomic system as a dentist we have a many way to approach that very readily because teeth function i for me is teeth the most important function is really stabilizing our skull and is is a, i mentioned that our teeth are neurological organ we need we can utilize it in so many ways so eventually i feel like dentists we are healer for humanity of course and, you know, we are yeah so many but another way of our i want my um colleague my i mean the fellow dentist to think that as just get rid of that just dentist get, get rid of that word no 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 we are truly you know main player we are quarterback of whole system we diagnose something okay your teeth oh there your jaw alignment if you start to looking at people not the teeth there's so much clue that we can approach the patient improving their really whole body healthy life and we also need to talk to other professionals because when when we do the homeoblock when i do the homeoblock it's just not dentist job we i have to work with the chiropractor okay of course, i was going to ask you that everything yeah, you were saying i was going to say do you work with chiropractors on this as well because it sounds like you need essentially the expertise of about three or four different specialists right. yeah, to so, be yeah, able to really give heal yeah. someone's body you, you and oral health yeah so yeah and then so i i would love to work with the functioning functioning doctors 
not just keeping on medication <laughs> and what's going on, and also sleep doctors, because when we have an airway issue directly connected to our sleep, quality of the sleep. So I want to work with a sleep doctor and not only the foot doctor, <laughs> because back of your tongue all the way down to connect to your toe. So mm. we need to make that alignment. And also when we, when our autonomic nervous system is not functioning, part of that is really mental health, anxiety, depression, panic attack is part of that. Our, the autonomic nervous system is just not functioning well. So we don't want to put the medic medication because we are depression. How many people are taking depression medication? Mm. Not only other yeah. kids, kids for the young kids, when their behavior, when they have an overactive child. It's just medication. Everything is medication, yeah, and which medication. I do not agree with for the record. I, I do not. I think that that is a plaster. It is not healing it. Yes, you can maybe put a plaster on that, but that wound, whether it's, no. the, like you said, the, the, the issues with the TMJ, with its issues with uh, the anxiety that stems from all of these different complications, like just drinking medication will not take away the underlying issue that's causing that the clinching or that's causing the right. headaches or that's causing the backaches or that that's connected yeah. to the mouth. Yeah. Even, even the kids, it was so, so sad that, you know, young, young, healthy child, something they just cannot sleep well. When they cannot sleep well, it make our nervous system is all over the place. It's not in the stable condition mm -hmm. that lead to behavior uh, issue, like aggressive behavior. They cannot have a, you know, follow the rule, all that, but it's nothing to do with their ability. It's just, we need to make them sleep better. And if we don't have enough jaw development, they have opened their mouth, then they don't have good breathing. It's all related to that. But I'm so sad that people, even young age, they can medicate it. First, start with the, you know, ADHD medication. Mm. If one doesn't work, what they do? They the next, add, I mean, uh, yeah, up the dose. Yeah. yeah, if that doesn't work, they the second one, they make, make a cocktail. If that doesn't work, they put the anti-depression medication there. And, and they're on 20 pills by the time that they're 18 years old, which yeah. is unnecessary. And we also we are labeling them by, oh, ADHD. ADHD, right? yeah, 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 what? yeah. I'm so mad this system that we are not really looking for the root cause of why kids behave like that. It's, I just, mom, please just look at your child and see if they can sleep well. Are they snoring? Are they grinding? Mm. That's not normal behavior. Maybe we can help for them to just sleep well. Rest of the body will adjust that. You can have a different child day and mm. night. That's why I'm seeking a better answer. And there is a better answer. I'm not saying homeopathy can solve every problem. No, this is wrong. One can solve everything. But opening our eyes, opening our mind in you know, just put down our ego. And if you start to look at whole person, not specialty means we only look at one part of it. Eye doctor, only look at the eye. Teeth doctor, only look at the teeth. Look at the teeth. Mm -hmm. Whole, I mean, foot doctor, look at the teeth. You know, then the, the um, internal doctor, they're looking for inside of, you know, heart or that, but isn't there our body all connected? Yeah, of it's course. It's time for us to talk to each other. Okay. To so, understand it better. Yeah, yes, of I, course. I, so 
So I don't know about chiropractic that much, but at least I understand I'm willing to talk to chiropractor who will understand what dentists can do to their patient to make things stabilizing. Mm. Mm. Then it's easy to work with. There's a lot of patients, they have no good answer for their body. They are sick, so they started some medication, they develop other other symptoms, they put the other medication. I have patients about to kind of, you know, laundry list of medication, but every time I see them in six months later, they put add one more medication. Ugh. Isn't it too yeah. sad? And their body is all puffy and it's not functioning. They're miserable, but... You, yeah, you can't just keep drinking drugs. That's the thing. You can't just add more drugs no. and thinking it's going to solve the, solve the problem. So I hope you have a patient who's struggling from, I really have no answer. You know, there, I, I'm seeing so many doctors, so many specialists, but I wish we can all talk. Come together and talk. <laughs> and together. and you've said, uh, mm -hmm. Dr. Jung, did you not, now that you mentioned that about success stories, you mentioned to me at some point a success story with a gentleman that came to you that literally cried after he did the treatment with you because he said for the first time he could feel, he could breathe again. Can you, can you remind me of that story oh, yeah. about how, yeah. what an incredible uh, uh, testimony that is to why holistic dentistry does work and it is important. So this is a, this, uh, this gentleman, simply he had big, thick tongue. How do I know that? Because side of his tongue has a scallop. I mm. remember, yeah, it's just the tongue is, you know, tongue is not big. Our jaw is just small, right? <laughs> but because tongue is fighting for the space, they make the indentation because if they push against the teeth, they create the indentation of the side of your tongue. Then I just simply recognize that and okay. And he has a really flat teeth. Our teeth has a mountains and bellies and a lot of foam. And that's all flat because it's grinding, clenching too much. So just simply, I recommend the POD, P-O-D, just preventive oral device. That's a myofunctional oral device. You can put the during the nighttime. It's this replacement of night guard in my practice. What it does, it creates the tongue space. And there is a one block. It's a very simple design. And also, I have to do the muscle test and which side he's dominantly using it. So when I put the block, the weak side, then make our body stronger in both sides. And that talking to our brain that, okay, utilize the other side. You know, you have a two side, right? And also it make tongue to be certain position, little up and forward that open up the airway. Because one of the reasons we are grinding and clinching during the nighttime, when we teeth together, that make our tongue contracted and open up the airway. Just trying to breathe in better. Our body, our brain trying to fighting for the, they are fighting for the uh, breathing, basically. So this gentleman is a simple and it doesn't require one to two years of treatment. You're just wearing the nighttime. So we fabricated that and he wearing it. One week later, I got a call and he talked to me that I don't know what the thing is. I finally get to sleep. In the last 30 years, he never had a good night's sleep. And he finally had a sleep that I don't know what it is, but thank you so much. And it has been one week he's wearing it. And every morning he wake up and talk to his wife that, 
I can sleep. And finally, he's gaining some weight because that was one of his issues. He never, he just so skinny, but he never gained his um, weight back. But he's slowly, slowly gaining his weight wow. back and just sleeping better. Just simple one thing. And sleep is so important. I mean, it's it so is. important. Yeah, so sleep apnea is really, that's one thing I also very um, passionate about it because 80% of sleep apnea people is undiagnosed. Well, 80% of people with sleep apnea do not know that they have sleep apnea. That includes me. So actually, <laughs> I mean, seriously, two weeks ago, I had a home sleep test. This is a simple ring. You know, I in my age, you know, when you wake up in the middle of the night and you cannot go back to sleep, it's very common for many people. But I thought, why are you sleeping? I thought I'm sleeping good, but I was not. My husband is worse, <laughs> but it was eye-opening that how many times I wake up, how many times I cannot breathe through that time. But also the diagnosis of sleep apnea is just way beyond the realistic. Because being mild form of sleep apnea means one hour. If you wake up 15 times in one hour and stop breathing for 10 seconds, that count as a mild sleep apnea. Does it matter to you? You don't, you don't one hour, you don't breathe for times? How is it mild? <laughs> That's yeah, that is not mild. No, this stage of mild, the moderate and um, severe sleep apnea, even that is not the right way. And this, maybe we can put that as a stage one sleep apnea, just like mm. when you have a stage one cancer. Are you going to wait until you being a stage four cancer to treat them? It's just so wrong how this medical system designed to help people have a sleep apnea, but oh, you have, you're, you're mild. It's not treatment for you. No, you <laughs> should. Yeah. Yeah. Just, it's just so many ways. I'm not saying all doctor is wrong. I'm saying that this is, we have we, been taught. We need to talk about it. We need, and we need to talk about it. We, we need we to need talk to about it. Our, my, <clears throat> we need to open up our minds and talk together to help people in the most natural and healthy way. Mm. Mm. I, I absolutely love that. And and on that note, I think we can end it because if we don't, I'm going to keep talking to you for the next three to four hours because this is just fascinating. Dr. Jung, thank you so much for your time and for joining us today. I'm sure our listeners are absolutely going to love your expertise. I love the way that you look at dentistry. I admire you in your mission and, and how you look at things. Please never stop. Uh, please keep going because from what you've told me and the things that people struggle with, um, even family members of mine, that just some of the things you mentioned, it's people like you that's going to change the scene of dentistry and, and get people to see it not just as you're not just treating two sets of teeth and there's a protoplasm around it. There's a person. And, uh, and, and the holistic health approach is one, I think, that is the next step in dentistry. And I'm so excited to see where it goes. Thank you so much, Ian. It was great Thank to talk you. to you. Awesome. Goodbye. Okay, bye.